drops. <laughs> it's very triumphant. <laughs> we have to play off this intro. <laughs> Hello, and congratulations for finding the first annual 2019 Hollies Woodies Fishies Bullies Awards Ceremony. This is our year-end spectacular where we celebrate all things worth celebrating and denigrate all things worth denigrating. I am not alone. <laughs> I am joined by my wonderful, always gorgeous, smiling, lovely, and not denigratable <laughs> co-host. Hi, I'm Swinky. Welcome. And we're not just doing this alone. We've got a <laughs> roster. Ooh. Who's the roster? Ooh. Well of, done. Of guests. You know the voice. You love the voice. Welcome to the program. Good to be back. Thank you. Thank That's you for having me. Aaron Ross is here again for this holiday season, darling. <laughs> No one's gonna. No one's gonna. I just have to keep jabbering. This is a very long intro, baby. Well, you chose the longest one. I did. I pre- I need the longest one. Yeah. The strongest one. And here to get the friction, longest one. Wow. We did it. It's, wow. The 2019 wow. is a wow wow. What did the brown chicken say to the brown cow? Wow. Brown wow. chicken, brown, brown cow. cow. <laughs> How is this common knowledge? What? <laughs> Well, this is what we're doing on the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies, is disseminating this knowledge. All right. Well, this I'm is the year-end special. We're, we're bringing back the best of the best of the best, sir, to celebrate uh, 2019 in particular, but just life in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, got, we've got heaps of categories coming up for what awards we're going to be giving out. Mm. I don't know any of the categories that we will be celebrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to be doing our hot takes from 2019. Ooh, hot, oh, hot, hot. Spicy. Get Spicy the takes. fire extinguisher ready because uh we want to know we want to know what's on your on uh our guest's mind but before any of that aaron how have you been i've been great thank you for having me back Mm. uh how cool it is to have been on the show when we didn't know each other we had no clue who who we were we We met met half a year later yeah half a year later we worked together every week yep yep Uh, love taking photos of who's the ross my late night talk show tuesdays at el cid and and um, it has been a glorious union. It's been awesome. It's been I so awesome. I, I love you. Oh, I love you. Oh, you guys. Love Where do you land on this? Popping Swinky? all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, boing. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm here now. I wasn't here when you. Oh, I meant on the love spectrum. Who do you love more, Aaron or <laughs> oh, me? Oh well, come oh, on. Well, that's oh, not come fair. On, me. Pew, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity over over husband. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please. Thank you, you very much. Also, we had a kiss. That's you true. We did. We did have a kiss. Dude, about know, that smooth move. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Do we preface that for the audience or we just leave it to mystery? Uh, they, if they want to know, they should go to the show. That's what I yeah, say. Yeah, or go, or go, yeah, oh, yeah. go, go to youtube.com yeah. backslash who's the Ross and they can see full episodes of the program. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including the one where Swinky gets hot and heavy with Aaron. Yeah, yeah with the celebrity. Thank you very I, much. Right. You're yeah. Welcome. yeah. I, that's yeah. what do they call it. You get your, uh, you get your 
your five excuse. What is it? The like top five, you know, that like oh the passes, oh. the free passes, passes. Oh, free, free passes, passes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've used no. one of mine already. I'm a free that pass. Was, oh my. Free pass. But we ladied in the tramp. It wasn't really fair because yeah. there was one spaghetti noodle. No, you hoodwinked her. And how do you, you bamboozled no, no. my wife? Listen, there was it's it's a meal for two, mm-hmm. but there was only one noodle. It's and so we came together out of necessity, yes. out of hunger. Yes. Yes. Not we, love. Yeah. She has a hunger for me. I'm hungry for you. Gulp, gulp. Yeah, well, I got my food, and thank you. So, sweet, well, so let's do this on the air. Where yes. have I been disappointing you in the world of romance? And, uh, like, how I'm long take has a bathroom break, so let me since <laughs> you had to turn to Aaron Ross to complete those well, needs? To, well, first to meet of all, needs. Pew, um, you have a show, but no one's um, watching it. Everyone's listening to it, so that's Ooh, why. Okay. Oh, you, okay. you need visuals, and yes, I'm a visual I mean, guy. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, on, yeah. I'm on fake TV. Yeah, you're yeah. All, all over the place. And I'm on fake I'm radio. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, you're, yeah, but still, you know, you're only if an we, oral experience. If we had a guy in fake feature films on mm-hmm. here, would you, would you, would you oh, yeah, jump both of us? Might, yeah, we'd be yeah done. I might we'd have to go okay. for him. Yes. And yeah, I'm only would, a fake TV star. You, know, yeah. you are a, a very good fake TV star. Oh, thank star. you so much. Yeah. That you're actually welcome. really means something, despite it being a fake. <laughs> I guess it's a real compliment about a fake thing. You know, I only knew you from before. I only knew your voice. And that mm-hmm. you were mad at each other for, for M&M. some music yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if we were mad. It just truly was within the conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would only and you'd only heard it on the podcast. Yeah, it must yeah. have sounded. It sounded mad. Yeah, and it's yes. That's the well. Only how how beautiful to be able to come my together six quote, months later. Uh, my favorite quote <laughs> from that episode was about the Eminem discussion, and it was when you said, um, uh, "History will be on my side." <laughs> What an insane thing to oh say. What an insane thing to say. But oh, I, you, you know, I had the discussion the discussion just yesterday about, you know, I went to his 1999 concert at like a small venue in Portland. Mm-hmm. Like he'd only mm-hmm. been out for weeks mm-hmm. and he was like hot, but like still kind of un, not under underground, Accessible. but like, mm-hmm. yeah. but like counterculture like thing, right? Yeah, still people yeah. were like white rapper and you know, it was 1999 yeah. and people weren't ready for I don't know if ready for that. That's a weird way to put it. That makes mm. it seem groundbreaking. But like, mm. I adored him, and and I got to see him at a small venue where he was probably ten feet from me, and it was mm. it was mind blowing. I still I still have reverence for that moment. Yeah. But history will be on my side. History, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. History will be on my side. I he writes dense rhymes. <laughs> he does about the same shit every time. <laughs> yeah, and it's getting a little old. But yeah, oh yeah. oh, history's coming. Twenty twenty. Okay, anyway, it's different. Yeah. He did something different. He's not angry anymore. Wait, this isn't your He's hot take. So is remarkably it angry. No, no, no. Okay, I, I, wait, tell me when you want to go to that. But oh, we can chit chat for a little. Yeah, let's bit. chit chat. Ask me. Let's talk about things. Ask let's away, y'all. Let's talk about Ross. Ask, let's it, talk about who's the Ross. Uh, let's. It is cool to now because when we talked before, we were talking from a perspective. It was of, all you knew what I did. It was theoretical. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you've worked with me for six. Months. months every week yeah. you shoot mm. the most remarkable photos we have this rhythm oh, within the photos that, that I, we, love we do. I love it i love it i do too it, it is i like the jumps i jump so i jump to stage every time but it is it changed because of the way you were capturing it uh, 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 tell Aww. me tell me how i've made my ding in the universe I so these stories <laughs> I think with every late night talk show, there are these certain routines that are trademarks that, that people have. Conan had the string little, dance. The string, yep, yep, uh, yep. David Letterman would run all the way across stage while being announced when the TV wasn't looking at him, when the cameras weren't on to the to the audience. Oh, so he'd be playing uh, for the, the people who were in the room, for not the room, for the to get them at home and himself to get his to get yeah, his heart yeah, yeah, rate yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. And then he would walk out, and every once in a while, you could catch the tail end of him yeah. sprinting off stage, mm-hmm. taking a beat, and walking back out. Yeah, yeah. I like bullet out of the gun. My sister always said, "Bullet out of the gun." With everything yep. you do mm. and and it matches my energy and I, I at, at El Cid 
I don't know if I'd always jumped to stage, but there was, I, I would just leap out from the curtain. And at, at some the point, the jumps have gotten more so. More and elaborate time. because I've watched what you've done. And all of a sudden, for a guy that can't really jump, you know, the guy, <laughs> a guy that still has a Larry Bird set shot, all of a sudden it looked like I was jumping 10 feet high. Because yep, yep. you're shooting from the floor and yep, we're, in a, yep, yep. we're in a venue with a stage that's raised about four feet. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I'm. 10 yeah, feet yeah. tall yep, yep, and, yep, and yep. my legs are kicked back like I'm doing this epic thing that I can't do and truly can't people say I've, I've had you know uh, our shows every Tuesday at El Cid and I've had a Wednesday where I'm like dang my hip kind of hurts and they're like well I wonder why <laughs> Because I'm kicking now, like there's kicks. There's yeah. Been, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it has yeah. gotten to be quite, quite a production, and I am dreading the day I don't catch the jump. There the will jump, be a day right. when like the autofocus goes out or so, mm. something goes wrong, and I miss the jump. And uh, let's just get it out of the way. I'm sorry in advance for. Thank you. That. Well, I've been, but yeah. I've it'll been, happen. But I've been compensating for that day, which is when I land. Mm. I'm sort of like pointing at you. Yes, I do appreciate that. To then get like a second beat of energy. Yep, 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 yep. yep. I really do think that those moments personify the energy of the show, and so it's great to give that to people when they can see an image and go, oh my God, mm. like something, there's something happening here. I ha- I want yeah. to see the rest of it. So mm-hmm. thank you for, for capturing it. It really does mean a lot. It's a silly moment, but it somehow has been captured amidst all the interviews we're doing and everyone else. I mean, you get everyone on the show and make them look good from, from our resident solstress Cheyenne to mm. Dax, our co-host to the band to the audience members that come up on stage to the guests mm. and then you do portraits afterwards. Love them. Love the portraits. Which are really gorgeous, which I always yeah. fail at. I've, I've actually stopped doing those because I think, I think by the oh, time okay. I were, the, were, were the show you is, I be a little burnt. I'm by burnt. Yeah, you yeah. Might have so there's either like a the forced calories. smile or there's just like kind of like vacant host. Yeah. And so I kind of stay away unless there's a guest like Carlos. We're Carlos, Carlos. That was Alice what I was going to say was uh, Carlos. Like if you want to get it, get it with a guest. Cause you, your energy goes back, back up to right. up with them. Right. And also yeah. you can do like a goofy, Two pose thing like it's not all on you and and Kanye too or Kanye too mm-hmm. with Santa yeah. Paws although he tends to just make it into the group shots and those are then I think the other that's a holdover from our Portland show which is getting everyone who's been in the show involved at right. the end the team mm-hmm. photo is just such a fun I love those thing. I, love I love those, those. too mm-hmm. and you've got a really good rhythm with those as well that you've changed which is the kind of running into the oh like yeah yeah up. no that was totally on accident that first time I did it and lo- you know you loved it. it worked it, yeah. it worked and yeah. those are so fun and everyone anticipates those things. Yep. It is a little bit of Christmas every time we get your photos. And that's the thing, that's one of the things I enjoy about doing this. And we'll get to what Swinky likes about Who's Ross, or maybe I'll tell him what you like about you Anyway, can. but d- doing the same show week by week by week, you stumble on things that you wouldn't. It's like, okay, let's talk, let's put it in sex terms. Mm-hmm. When you have a partner for years and years and years, you think that's mm-hmm. going to be the most boring thing, but then you start discovering new things that neither of you ever knew and you'd never discover unless you had gone through all the basics a hundred times. Hmm. So that's- well, and the same way with sex, our show would be. It isn't the same show. It's the same form. It's the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I want to have sex today. Right. I'm going to do a late night talk show today, but the material's always different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you when you go to bed, on the sofa, so, right. uh, like in this the car. Position, that position. Yeah, 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 yeah. And invariably your mood that day and the thing you say yeah, step yeah, to yeah, step yeah. is never scripted and unpredictable. Mm. And that's the, the beauty and joy of continuing with that right. person. Yeah. And I think with the late mm. night talk show, um, as everyone uh, fucks me um, with, <laughs> with, their, with their words. With their laughter. And, yes. and yeah. you get laughed. <laughs> Fucked they, they, to death. I get laughed fucked to death. That, that, 
there is that unique experience. We grow, we grow together. And the same thing yeah. happens when you're a Letterman fan and a Conan fan and a Colbert fan. There's mm. this, there is, and this, that was Johnny Carson to everybody. 30 mm. years, people grew up with him. Mm. They went to bed with him. You could be a teenager with Johnny Carson to start mm. and you oh, were yeah. a grandparent to close. And that thing has still means so much to mm. people like my mother. Mm. So not to throw my mother into the mix of, of how we were using innu- innuendo. Oh yeah. yeah. What, yeah. An, what an Oedipus <laughs> moment. Sorry, Mama Ross. Sorry, Mama Ross. <laughs> what have you been enjoying about the show, Swinky? Butter, be, butter I've never up. been, I've never been to a show like that for one. And I love the band. I love that you guys are so silly. And when Dax's jokes don't work, he works with that. You never, everything. So even though something might not look like it's working, it ends up working because you guys take whatever looks like it's a failure. And then you turn it around and try to work with with that failure. You don't really take yourself seriously while you're still taking the show very seriously. Yeah, it is a weird mix. It's, 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 we take... I certainly take seriously the most silly thing. Mm -hmm. The hardest I work is within being silly. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to drop that. And it's hard to do. It is very hard to do Mm because you have expectations of what you think, how bits are going to go, guests Mm -hmm. are going to go, audience Mm -hmm. you're going to get. But you really do have to let go from the entire week of prepping this late night talk show into mm. just being present. And it mm. doesn't always happen. It's hard because of various challenges. This week was hard. Mm. We had huge guests like Deborah Wilson from Mad TV. Mm-hmm. We also had a nine part parade that went through the audience. Mm-hmm. The the uh, different parts that have I to put all that together mm-hmm. is hard and maybe too hard. It's like yeah. you challenge yourself too much, but you mm. just try to be within it and enjoy it. Mm. I think there were surely mistakes within the parade that then mm. became funny. I, our, yeah. ho- our, our hip hop guest Onassis. That was insane. Insane. What, who, who oh, was the one who went this. all in on that? Was it him? Like you didn't seem to he know how did. deep he was going to go so, into the bit. The bit was, and it was just came up at the writer's meeting that uh-huh. week, which was, mm. we had a rapper on, so let's make a holiday rapper, a holiday mm-hmm. wrapped rapper. So right. a rapper wrapped in wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just thought, and here's what happens. If I don't give specific direction, mm-hmm. it can it can be good or bad, mm. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the specificity allows people to, because we're making quick moments, yeah, to, yeah. to take it and move mm. and then play within their strength. Mm. I assumed they would just wrap it under his arms and maybe wrap his, his arms, mm. you yeah. know, or wrap it like, like a crown on his head. Yeah, yeah. And he was wrapped from head to toe in two <laughs> rolls of wrapping paper mm. like on a dolly float. He couldn't move yeah. his feet <laughs> yeah. and he couldn't see it. He couldn't see at all. <laughs> So for starters, I don't know if he just couldn't get on the float. So it took forever for him to get down the aisle Mm -hmm. through the audience, Mm -hmm. forever to get on the stage. Mm. And then he was going to rap and kind of tried to, but had to put the mic inside the rapping. There was a whole procedure to get the mic inside his rap. And so I'll say, so from my perspective, it starts to kill me when Mm. it's not moving because I know that we're already going along with the parade. I know from Deborah Wilson, we are along. So I'm like, oh God, it's not moving. Because to me, it should be. The last parade float came down, the actors come hit the mic for a line, and mm. the next float is moving before I yeah, say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's not moving, and I've announced the thing, and I'm like, oh, I'm dying a little inside. Yeah. yeah. Just from my perspective. And then there's so much commitment, and you've commented on it, and he comes up, and it's so absurd that he's mm-hmm. so committed that then it turns and into And nobody yeah. knows who it is because he's wrapped up in rap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't like been on the, the show to perform guests. yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was so absurd. So it's, it, I think to, to go back to Swingy's point, it's mm. that kind of thing where mm. we... <laughs> We committed to the mistake, if yeah. it even is a mistake. Yeah. Then even, it doesn't yeah. become a mistake. Cause it's like, right. and who the audience probably doesn't even know at that point. They're just like, oh man, they committed. And I, I did comment on it. I was like, mm. your commitment, 
You yeah. commit. I think I said you commit as hard as Deborah Wilson. Yeah. You <laughs> committed so hard to her Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Here he was. <laughs> and I was like, unnecessary to commit that hard, but kind of golden. Yeah. But it could it have worked. been anyone in that. Anyone. Mm. Anyone. And it was the guest that did rap later, but mm. you wouldn't necessarily know I didn't know even it. know that. I'm just finding out now that yeah, Yeah, it was him. It was Onassis. Yeah. So go figure. I remember him saying too, and we pitched it to him. He goes, I got my SNL moment. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that had been on TV. I think yeah. it would be the same result. Right. It would be like, oh my God, they committed so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. It's commitment trumps all in my book. Yeah. Like the whatever the bit is, if right. you do it 100, percent it's gonna be a good. But it's probably gonna probably be going a, to be good. Yes. Yeah. And he was really fun. This is the thing. A lot of the guests you, or the ones I've seen so far, yeah. even even though it's a small venue, Elsa mm-hmm. is not a big place, but it's it's a it's a small venue. But even so, the guys they. Present as though they're at the Madison Square Garden. No, Anastas was playing like, for, like for ten thousand people. Yeah, it, was it was awesome. Such a good show. Such I a had good such set. A good he did. Time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, I think that mm. mimics my vibe. I mean, whether it's you know twelve or twelve hundred, mm-hmm. I would play the same way. Yeah. I just think people come and give us their evening. I want to give them the best yeah. possible. And yeah. you don't play it. You know, he did in his two songs, which was amazing. The energy mm-hmm. you play. To the thousand people in spirit Mm. and in some energy. Of course, you don't maintain that for 75 minutes because it would be exhausting for all of us. You'd be like, yo, man, take it easy. There's only 25 of us here. It's like, mellow out. But um, (laughs) I think people do appreciate that. I've always gotten those compliments that people, they just appreciate your commitment and Mm. and that you give to them. And Mm. why would, that's the whole point of being there. The entire point. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What's your hot take? You want my hot take? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give you some hot take music. Yeah, good? give it to give it to me. Also, it's really weird oh, that you can oh, be sorry. serious. We I've only ever seen you on stage and you're being goofy and seeing this other side of you that's very intelligent and articulate and funny and still very engaged and your mind, the gears are moving. It's really cool. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Welcome it's to really LA. Cool. We, we, we are, yeah, we are people, real people too. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, real they're not just cartoons. Nope. They're, they're fun. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not wearing a suit. I'm not wearing anything yeah. at all. But yeah. the audience doesn't know. I, I, your dick is impressive. First Thank of all, it's a gorgeous. I've been, I've been speaking into it the whole time, and luckily, it's, it's been picking up all of everything I say. All right, and, play me this hot take music uh, before okay. before before I get canceled. I've got canceled. more to say about your dick. <laughs> Pew. Now presenting the first hot take of 2019, Aaron Ross. Wait, can I make can I make my hot take 2020? Because it's like you got to do what's coming next year. Can we do that again? <laughs> and now, bringing the first hot take of 2020, Aaron Ross. Okay, I wanted to do something positive. A lot of hot takes are about taking something down. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my, this is whack. Oh, oh this yeah, is gonna he's be done. canceled mm-hmm. now. He's canceled now. Mm-hmm. Literally, my brain went to that first. I said, no, mm-hmm. that's the obvious thing. So I want to be positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I yes. want to bring in my favorite thing of 2019 that will change the world in 2020. Mm-hmm. And okay. that is, drum roll, please. <laughs> Add a baby. Add a baby? Add a baby. Is if something the is sequel wrong, to Ad Astra? If something is oh. wrong, add... A baby. A baby. Star Wars, people didn't know what, what was going to come with this new film. Mm. A lot of people were mad about Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then this TV series came out, The Mandalorian. People weren't really sure. Oh, it's not going to be yep. that good. I don't yep. know. Yeah. And what did they do? And the writers mean, they said, look, we got to save this this franchise. Mm-hmm. We can do that. How do we do it? Well, it's, um, what do people love about Star Wars? What do people love about Star Wars the most? What do you love about Star Wars, Swinky? 
Good luck getting an answer out of her. She does not love Star Wars. People would say probably first like lightsabers. We love lightsabers. But yeah, yeah, we've kind of like really leaned too much on that. The Millennium Falcon is pretty cool. There was that one movie where they had only lightsabers, right? People were waving them over the place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like we've done that too much. But you Mm -hmm. know what's universal? Mm -hmm. You know people love Yoda. People love Yoda. Wise, kind, good-hearted. But you know what Mm -hmm. they, you know what, what if, what if we took this guy that everyone loved, Mm -hmm. we made him a baby. We made him a baby. Mm-hmm. It's changing the world. So I'm saying with everything we're doing, <laughs> add, a add a baby. Yeah. Add a baby. <laughs> so Swinky, should we take Aaron Ross's yes! hot take advice? And yes, there it is. Should. See? My add job. a baby. <laughs> this message paid for by Swinky. <laughs> yeah. That was a good yeah. hot take. Thank add, you. A add a baby. So in any situation, exactly. if you've got a television show or a relationship mm-hmm. or even like in politics, yeah. you know, add a baby. if you turned Mitch McConnell into a baby, mm. You just Ooh. be, you just be like a little turtle baby. It would be much cuter, right? Yeah, and maybe more reasonable because mm-hmm. he's new and fresh to the world. Right? Oh my he's god, he's open to more ideas. If this is actually true, if Melania was like, "I'm pregnant," I'd be like, "Ah, oh. oh, first lady, first baby." Oh. Yeah, but it would just pop out her chest like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but nonetheless, nonetheless, same with Alien. Mm. Alien's a good movie. <laughs> just, mm. Alien's a good movie, right? Imagine right. Alien without a baby. There's no alien. There's no movie. There's no There's alien, no, right? Yeah. Add a base. So it's actually a It's tie- just a bunch of uh, cargo well, shippers bitching about their, their contracts. Right, right. And what's, yeah, boring. <laughs> well, that's just, that's just, that's just Phantom Menace. So, <laughs> so. Look, uh, Dude, the, trade, taxation and trade disputes are the spine <laughs> of Star Wars. That's what we came that's for. That's right. The Galactic yeah. Senate. Yeah. Th- think about, we wouldn't have Christmas without baby Jesus. Yeah. Right? So so oh. in time, we just got right. back to the thing that we've always been doing. Yeah. Just add a baby. Just add a baby. You can turn it into a baby, add a baby. This you is know, my favorite Steal someone else's so baby. Baby Urkel. Steal baby somebody else's baby. Right? Ah. See, like that could be the reboot. Like if you bring yeah. Family yeah. Matters back, but you brought baby Urkel, it's yeah. like game over. And the baby's still annoying. Well, it's yeah, it's Urkel, but it's yeah. like, but it's a baby. Maybe <laughs> Stefan. So, anyways, that's very cool. That's that's <laughs> yes. my that's my hot take. Okay, that's a hot take. That's I like that hot take. Really hot take. I'll, I'll take it. I'll have you seen Baby Yoda? It. I have seen. Uh, I have not seen anything but Baby Yoda yeah, since that's the all internet we, found yeah. him. Yeah. By the yeah. time this airs, the hot take people will people uh, will have their you know their pitchforks and and mm. yeah. and toilet like and, and and picket signs going like enough with the baby. But for now, it feels right. It feels right. Okay. All right. That was a hot take. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. And now we are moving into our first. Oops, sorry. Now presenting our first award of the 2019 Hollies Woodies Fishies Bullies is Aaron Ross. All right. Uh, I'm very excited to present these two uh, list of nominations for the Hollies Woodies Fishies Bullies. Uh, drum roll as we present our first uh, category here, which is. Best Hollywood Street Impersonator. Ooh. And the nominees are Drunk Spider Man. Ooh. Hunk Spider Man. <laughs> Dirty Spider Man. <laughs> Surly Spider Man. <laughs> and Burly Spider Man. And the winner of Best Hollywood Street Impersonator is. There it is. Drunk Spider-Man. Yes. Drunk Spider-Man does it takes three years in a row. You can't. Did you can't you beat him. Encounter all these Spider-Man. I have. I have encountered yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were filming Selfie Elfie and Secret Santa on Hollywood Boulevard, and mm-hmm. I kid you not, the Spider-Verse came. There were three Spider-Men talking to each other, and mm-hmm. it blew 
my mind. <laughs> there's a Hulk, and there's I've seen multiple Iron Men. Mm-hmm. I like that they're Iron Men, not just man. <laughs> yeah. But the Spider Men, the mm-hmm. Spider Verse came together is is such a trip. There are many of them out there, but Drunk Spider Man continues to be my favorite, and I've worked with him several times. So. Yeah, yeah, I love him. I love the him. things he says when he's drunk are funny or. What? None of it makes sense, and that's why I love him. <laughs> what about Dirty Spider-Man? What happened to Drunk him? Drunken Spider-Man and Dirty Spider-Man are sometimes the same. Oh, <laughs> so okay. There's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of overlapping. All, All right, right, I think we should get to the next category. Yes. Here. This category, not as good as the previous one. Now, presenting the second category of the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies, Aaron Ross. Now, these all is these are the Hollies, Woodies, uh, Fishies, Bullies. These are all Los Angeles related. That's yes. perfect. Um, and so this, this category is favorite L.A. Street. Ooh. And the nominees are Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. It's a good street. La Cienega. Mm-hmm. For its flow, in case you don't want to use traffic and the 405 is jammed. Mm-hmm. Sunset Boulevard, home to El Cid. And many, and, and most kick-ass stuff in Hollywood. Is Amoeba on mm. Sunset or is that? Amoeba's on... Oh. Is that a straight shot? I forget. Anyway. I think it's on Hollywood Boulevard? I think so. No. Anyway. All right. Uh, Wilshire. Ooh, which extends ooh. out uh, towards Santa Monica. Uh, and North Hollywood is not eligible, like Magnolia. No, God, okay, no. Okay. Oh, no. Wait, why not? Swinky, this is his Okay, sorry. Category. Also, mm-hmm. just live here longer. Okay. Um, <laughs> and finally, a favorite LA street nomination, 69th Street. That's a good one. That's a good one. Is there a 420 street? Oh, to live on 420 69th street? That would be the dream. I think that's in New York. I think there's 420th and 69. Uh, and the winner is, drumroll please, favorite LA street, Hollywood Boulevard. That's right, Hollywood oh, Boulevard. Hollywood. Making right. a comeback, making a comeback. It's been many years. It's been, uh, it's great that it can receive this golden award after it's mostly golden showered day in and day out. Uh, <laughs> it, smells, it smells of pee, but I, I do love <laughs> filming there. We film there almost every week because as I mm. told you guys, Hollywood and Highland is a magical, bizarre uh, not safe for human sort of place, and, mm-hmm. and filming there is such a treat. So it's taking home the award. And I'd like to say that 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 points to uh, non bias on the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies, because obviously you have a stake in Sunset's success. Yeah, Sunset's success is important. El Cid's there; we're there every Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. With who's the Ross? But uh, to I'm I'm glad that you you uh, you were big enough. To not play it into your own pocket. I, yep, I just had to, to tell it like I saw it, not for my own my own benefit. So excellent! Two wonderful categories yeah. to start off the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies. Can we throw a curveball your way? Yeah, please do. So we were gonna have um, like a memorial reel for all the, <laughs> oh, the people fall. we lost sure. this year. No good deaths in 2019. Like, look, I, I'd rather have Carol Spinney in the world than not. <laughs> But a reference I don't get. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Who else did we lose? Well, that's good. Yeah, people so, obsess too much. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I in a, on a serious note to celebrity deaths, mm-hmm. people die. Yeah, they do die. It, the, the worst is if someone you know passes real early. That's mm-hmm. that's something you never want to see. But yeah. look, if you've had a great life and a great career, then then God bless it, mm-hmm. celebrate it, and that's it. But everyone's yeah. just like, no. No, <laughs> Mickey Rooney's dead. Yeah. I don't even think he is. Is he? No, uh, uh, <laughs> who is it? Money. Eddie Money died this year. Okay. Yeah. Do like, you know who he is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but it's not like, yeah. But he like kicked ass and rocked for like yeah. ever. And so we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like mid-70s. So yeah. it's kind of like, okay. You don't wish it. It's just that, like, let's yeah. just be. Let's. I, I think it's just. It is. It's Twitter culture makes daily. Daily Twitter is mm-hmm. looking for. If you yeah. go to trending, da- daily Twitter wants to cancel people, 
kill people and yeah. either kill, tear down things, mm-hmm. tear down things, or tear down the people that were tearing down things. Yeah. And yeah. ultimately, everything I think that was just listed is pretty negative. Why dwell on those things? Mm. And that's why we're going to take a minute. Uh, who didn't die this year? We'd like you. We'd like to give oh you my a gosh, moment. This is wonderful. To <laughs> in memorial <laughs> for the people that are still here. Yes. And we've got music for it. So oh my god. Do you have someone in mind? Uh, we we won't play the music until you're ready to. to oh, can I just say a list of people that I'm just yeah, excited to hear? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'll just the top of my head. Go ahead, play the music. And this is in memoriam of people who are Oh not man, dead. this is just so great. There are people that are still around still my here. family, my mother, my father, my sister. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for all of the people that have in, inspired me. We were talking about Paul Rubens earlier and getting to be Pee Wee a few weeks ago. Uh, Conan O'Brien, seeing Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, just seeing these people that inspire me. Uh, our team at Who's the Ross, everybody that's there, uh, from the bands to, to you guys, to everybody around, um, to Dax, who's been riding with me, who's been in particular a big rock uh, Dax Jordan a wonderful stand-up comedian to the friends that I've met in LA that are here I, I couldn't still be here having moved from Portland last year these people th- th- this city the best part about Los Angeles is the people so these all of these friends that are in entertainment out of and have been so supportive are wonderful so what a wonderful sentiment to tell people that we're glad they are here because you know when they die they don't know that we're celebrating so who gives a shit yeah so let's tell someone that's alive today how much you love them yeah yeah and how glad you are that they're here that was really sweet Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. Wonder, it's a great day to be alive. And I'm glad to still be here myself, too. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that's, so a, nice. that's a bit of luck Cheers in its own right. That. Cheers to that. Yeah. I'm happy to be alive. Goodness. <laughs> I know that my, you know, most of my high school teachers assumed I'd be dead in a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're here, and we're here. And that's a beautiful it's thing. Beautiful. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Beat it. Wow, that piano really, really, that piano really kept that chord going. Oh, that was beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me here. Killer 2019. I love working with you. I can't wait to see what we build in 2020. To more jumps. To, to more, more jumps, jumps. Well, more guests. To, me- to literal jumps and mm. uh, metaphorical jumps. Oh, I do yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, I had a discussion with my dad, and he goes, So. Is 2020 the year? <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, can you stop fucking around? You've so, been here, what, a year? And your dad is already like, come on, dude. Oh, yeah. Hurry up. He's been doing that for 37 years. Really? <laughs> like, Let's get it together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an attorney with a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot with a... <laughs> who's going to ask for money? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this yeah. is the year. 2020 is the year. And doesn't it seem right that 2020 mm-hmm. would be the year? It's a good mm-hmm. year. It just seems... It's a good year to have a year. Yeah, it's a good yeah. year. Yeah. Let's keep having years. Yes. Congratulations on getting through the first guest of the 2019 annual Hollies Woodies Fishies Bullies Awards Ceremony. We are back. And I am not alone, though. I am your host, Jesse Kester. I am joined by my co-host, who is... Swinky, hi. And we are not alone for part two of the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies Awards Ceremony 2019 Annual Inaugural Event. We are joined by... Cat Street. Cat, welcome to the program. We are so happy to have you. I'm going to fade out the music. (laughs) 
because it goes on for another minute. I feel like I should be wearing a gown or something <laughs> with that music. Here's you the are thing. wearing a yeah, gown, Yeah, these cat. dummies out there don't know the difference. You're wearing a gown, I'm wearing a tux. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing that shit that, uh, what's her name, wore in like, Bridesmaids at the bridal party where like she just showed up in like a full-blown like floor-length gown and Dress, everyone else was just... floral. I have an idea for this holiday season, Swinky. What? Why don't you get to know Kat a little bit better? Why don't you turn a little bit towards her toward and ask her. a question? Well, if when I try to turn toward her, then I'm away from the microphone, unless I tilt my head like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll hey be, there, Miss Street. Hey. Hey, Swinky. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Well, first up? of all, thank you for coming out here. Now, I have a thank question you for, for you. Have you always known that film is what you wanted to get into? Uh, for the majority of my life, mm. yes. Really? Do you well, guys want this to be a little more elegant? What do you, wait, mean? What do you this mean? conversation? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let swing. We're already the wearing fancy dresses. I don't understand what okay, you mean more you elegant. Oh, you gonna put some background music on? Uh, okay. Oh, I have tea too. Oh my, look at me. Ask that uh, question again. Nice Hit her with a yeah. question. Miss Street. Yes. Have you always known that this is what you wanted to do with your life? Film, I mean. Um, for the most part, yes. Uh, when I was 14 years old, my uh, good friend of mine handed me a screenwriting book and said, have you heard about screenwriting? And I said, what is that? Oh. And I read it and I went, oh my goodness. Alas. Alas. This is everything I could have ever imagined oh. where I can combine picture and words and acting and everything that I love about oh entertainment and about performing arts into oh. one medium film what is this thing oh that, my mouth is there, august <laughs> and, and that was uh that was the start of everything and i haven't i haven't turned back since wow yes. i've heard a similar story from this man sitting right here <laughs> my husband he described it verily as you just have oh, yeah. sound picture everything all mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. in one medium it was beautiful. Yeah. I couldn't write prose after that. It and was just, it was terrible. <laughs> it was all like descriptive. It was like, and then he looks over here and then he feels this. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to fucking shoot this thing. Yeah. That's how it turned so out. So you enjoyed the filming part more than you do the writing part? Or you enjoy them about the same? I enjoy them about the mm. same. Um, I like writing it with the intention to film it. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. I'm very flattered that you would take time to come be on our little show here in the middle of Los Angeles. And Miss Street, you say yes. you're from Philadelphia. I am from Philadelphia. How did Philadelphia inform the way you film? Hmm. I don't think it has. It hasn't? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, Philly. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, I guess it informs some of the stories that I would tell. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily what I would film exactly, but um, I guess it's growing up in an area. Okay, this music is kind of distracting, but I'm going to continue <laughs> going. I'm going to power through it. Uh-huh, so growing uh-huh. up the way that I did, uh-huh. um, there were in my childhood, you know, there were a lot of things that I felt like I was misunderstood. Yeah, um, compared to the other students in, right. my, in my classes. So, you know, I have a lot of deep-seated trauma mm-hmm. um, <laughs> or deep-seated whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And so I always wanted to try to help make people understand mm. that there are different ways to view the world. Yeah, yeah. And that's when when I found out about filmmaking, I went, oh, this is it. This like, is how I can, I can show them. I can inform mm. people, like, mm. yes, you can be X, Y, and Z. Mm, mm. Um, I 
trying to think of like an Can example. Can I jump in for that. just a second? Wait, what? Yes. Where'd you no, come no, from? No. Uh, boo. <laughs> um, Wait a second. Yeah, no, you just Why made are you me interrupting? Think something. She was I'm not. It's because it, it's because there's something I I never would have guessed that about you. Because okay, let's take. You've it been back. friends for twenty years. Mm, may I? May I? Sweet? Okay, I'll be quiet. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like I, I knew you from film school, where yes. you kind of you clicked in well, and you found your community, and you found your team, and you were who you were, and it was always fun to be around you. Um, it never, ever, ever, ever occurred to me that there was a point in your life where you were out of place or oh. not feeling like you were sliding with the crew but then uh, a mere moment after that occurred to me it occurred to me that that is probably the case across the board because all of us at the film school had Mm. finally gotten to where we wanted to be Mm -hmm. like we were that that there were probably a lot of students that i looked at and thought like oh this person's comfortable wherever they go because i'd only seen them comfortable where they were which is where they wanted to be anyway yeah so it it, it's making i want to know more about about what was going on like what about you didn't fit in because you we all clicked so well in school that i can't imagine you not in an environment not clicking does that make sense yeah no it's Mm. it's completely true and that's a fair that's a fair question so mm. i feel like with film school and with art school you find your tribe mm-hmm. you go mm-hmm. there you're already weirdos because you like things that not a lot of people think is a career path right yeah um so in film school like you're already surrounded by weirdos and you're like you're a weirdo i'm a weirdo mm. man mm. yeah yeah you and know? you're kind of like ah oh, i can finally breathe exactly yeah. people. you can be yourself yeah, yeah so when i was uh when i was a kid i I will not necessarily blame private school, but I guess mm. it's how I was raised was very, like, in a little ways, a little sheltered. Mm. And it was a good, a was good it a, thing. Uh, like a Christian school or just a private? No, no, just like within the household. Like it was mm. just me and my mom. My mom mm. was very protective of me, mm. clearly, because mm. I was her only child. So right. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was that. Um, and then I went to private school for a couple of years mm-hmm. where I was surrounded by like predominantly white um students but Mm. then I moved to a public school which Mm -hmm. was predominantly black and Mm. I went oh great now I'm around people that look like me Mm -hmm. but those people who look like me didn't accept me yeah because I was not fitting in um I didn't know certain things yeah yeah yeah, I didn't know like certain lingo other than your skin you Mm. were a white girl who went to private school pretty pretty much and like you know Mm. I always tell this story about like the first fight that I (laughs) that I got in yeah where uh I was nine years old and this like this bully uh, kept on like hassling me for some reason. I'm like, why is she bothering me? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, your mom, your dad. And I'm like, wait, what? What is, what are you, what That's about my cryptic. mom? <laughs> yeah. So of course, am I me, supposed to feel insulted? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Me as a robot, I'm like, wait, what about my mom? Mm. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I got really angry at her. Mm. And, um, and so I retorted back, your generation, which of course included me. I didn't know what the word meant. <laughs> yeah. And then she just like wailed on me. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. so, you know, like that was just one isolated incident, but mm. that stuck with me because thinking back on it, that was a really dumb exchange. <laughs> yeah. Your um, mom. I think it's yeah. a very good retort. Your generation. <laughs> what? Not just you, but everyone in your age, right? Yes, all the millennials. <laughs> so we just named people. 
So like through elementary, I mean, I did have like a couple of good friends, Mm -hmm. you know, but in elementary school and in middle school, I just kind of kept to myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't really fit in, even though I wanted to so badly. Mm -hmm. And I think that the other kids picked up on that and just did not accept me. So when Mm -hmm. I went to when I decided to go to a performing arts high school, I went to Kappa. Mm. What, what? Mm. Um, <laughs> go Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, excuse oh, me, go Pickles. If you, if you understand <laughs> it, um, please uh, mail us. <laughs> so I, when I visited Wait, was Kappa, it Kappa, Kappa, Kappa? No. Because I would go to that school in a heartbeat. <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. Why would you? You, that's horrible. Terrible. Terrible. Please continue the story about so, Kappa, Kappa, Kappa. No. <laughs> Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts. Thank you very much. So yes. I go there. All ease off the throttle. Sorry about that. I was <laughs> yeah, sip your tea and be quiet. I visited the school, and as soon as I saw these kids just like hugging each other, it was like mm. a nice blend of. It, it was like the most diverse yeah. school. It wasn't just all white. It wasn't all black. Mm. It was just like everybody mm. who was anybody could be a part of could be in that school and mm-hmm. they all felt very accepted and mm-hmm. I said this is where I want to go mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I liked that feeling so I went to that school and that's where I kind of that's where I fell into filmmaking but also kind of figured out who I was and realized that yes I can be accepted and I can be myself and that's mm-hmm. okay yeah. and so that's how that happened but yeah. there was a whole period where I was like yeah. why doesn't anyone like me you know that kind of thing mm. and maybe it's uh, I don't know yeah That's I weird. wasn't even like an asshole either it was mm. like Hi, yeah no we can be friends. Yeah. I've known you for years now and it never occurred to me that there was a point where you didn't fit in it, it never oh, I have entered whole, my mind I have a whole tv pilot about that experience really yeah I was like I kind of want to. I kind of want to make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have to do some more rewriting, obviously. But it's very um, personal and autobiographical. Yeah, semi autobiographical. And I think it'd be very relatable for a lot of people because you grow up, and I think we expect we force ourselves to push it to the back of our minds so that we can move on with being adults mm-hmm. in the worlds that we've created or the worlds that we found ourselves in that we're more comfortable with than we when we were kids, right? But we're still kids inside, yeah, in it, our heart. Those things, we still feel it. We still feel yeah. the pain, the rejection. So I use, mm. I use the stuff that I write, some of the stuff that I write mm. as a chance to kind of process those mm. things or yeah. to work through it. Like yeah, yeah. with cycles, I was working through some things, you know, when I was writing it. So like, you know, each, each thing that I write, there's like a little bit of a therapy session going on Mm -hmm. as well Mm. um, to learn more about myself or to like think back and kind of gain more empathy for like who I might've wronged Mm. or, you know, what this person could have been going through just to kind of get it, search for some type of understanding without actually confronting the actual person, but to just search for some understanding as far as, uh, you know, how they might have felt when I did X, Y, and Z. Or how did I really feel when they did X, Y, and Z? Mm. And how did that impact me later on? And, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay to get into the awards ceremony? Now that they know who you are and what what backs your beating heart. But you're going to come back, right? We're going to have like a a full-on Cat Street episode, right? If if my dreams come true, yes. Yeah, in 2020, I hope so. What I I would like to do is when Cycles is completed and able to be seen by human beings in a general way, (laughs) come back on and we'll do a full interview and we'll talk about the process of making that, why you didn't cast my wife as the lead actress. She did audition. Okay, so I must say. You thought we weren't doing this on the air? I was about to mention it. It's very obvious. 
that I don't look like I've, you know, had a relationship and then lived 20 years. I think it's obvious. Anyway, yeah, it's like just, you, you've got, you've mm. got a baby face. However, you are a wonderful actress and she's not wonderful <laughs> enough, but please continue. Shush. God, <laughs> Pew, go sit in the corner. Come on. <laughs> Come Drink on your tea here. in the corner. Are you pew? understanding what a piece of shit I was in college? You're it was like this 24 7. It was impossible just, like to talk a, to like me. Yeah, I, I'm going to take off the headphones and let you speak to my wife directly. I do have ideas. Mm. Yeah? With you. You all heard it yes, here. I, I am have a good I, actress. Yes. Yes, she was. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Okay, really? Swinky. I oh, see you. No. I see you. Thank you, Kat. You're okay. Very welcome. You also please with this confronting people on mic. What's Wait, that what's about? Wrong with confronting people on <laughs> I don't mic? know. I guess it's okay because you've been friends for a well, long time. Well, here's ironically, when she mm. submitted for I post the casting thing mm-hmm. and she submitted to it not knowing that it was me. Yeah, yeah we had no, no idea. idea. <laughs> so when I saw her, I like texted Jesse, like, um, your wife just submitted to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to audition her for sure. Yeah, Yeah. and it was my first audition in Hollywood. I remember we were very excited that day. I wore my best dress at the time. We went out to get tea before going Mm -hmm. to the audition. Nice. We had a smile on our faces. Yeah. And th- thank you for inviting thank her you. to Thank you. I really felt it, was, yeah. it felt really good. No, it was great. Mm, it to was be allowed great. in that space. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to Cycles. And so should everyone whose ears are peeled to You this should. Podcast. It'll be at a maybe theater, maybe a YouTube channel near you, depending yeah. on uh, pretty, how it turns out. With short films. They, they usually <laughs> a pretty, a pretty broad canyon between in a theater and on YouTube. Well, not like AMC theater, but oh, like okay. a film festival. Oh, okay. Right, because something. short films don't usually go to theaters. Theaters, no. right? Yeah. No. People unless the theater is tied up with a film festival and there's a... Yeah. Right. Yeah, unless they're doing like the Lemley. I think they do like a string of shorts or something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But you have to that. be like pretty mm. high up to get that. So, if girl, it turns you are out, on your way. I am on my way. Yes, um, I believe it. If it turns out the way that I think it will, mm-hmm. it'll be fantastic. So, and yeah. we'll call you back. Please don't forget us. Can we get some awards going? Yes. Sure. Can we pay oh, a man. homage? All right, a homage. <laughs> now you can count them now. This. Is the 2019 Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies, and we are going to hear Cat Street's hottest take of 2019. Ooh. Oh, my. Ooh. This is controversy. Here it comes. I hope it's hot. Oh, it's I hope hot. It's, takey. Is it? it's hot takey. Uh, my hot take is that apparently Black Misery sells. Oh, oh shit! I said it. Someone Whoa. had to say it. Do oh, we? we this oh, getting yeah. so hot in it's here. It's too hot. Oh my. Oh my! Is oh the my. fire alarm is so hot? Oh, emergency! Oh, it's so hot! Woo! That was uh, that was three seconds of a one-hour-long sample. No. <laughs> Why is it an hour long? I don't because know. Because YouTube, YouTube is weird. What the hell? Um, <laughs> wait, can we get your hot take one more time, and then we're gonna break it down a little bit? So I would say that apparently Black Misery, misery. sells. All right. And uh, mm. did you see the last Black Man in San Francisco? I didn't actually. Okay, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, and apparently Black Misery Cell. <laughs> See, I can't. I'm so tired of it. I'm yeah. so sick of seeing that. Yeah. As a black person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. There's more. There, there are point. more stories to tell. Do you think there you are many people like you? 
is a Brad Pitt to come in Act Three and fix everything for Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what, that'll do it. That happened in uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Oh God, produced by Brad Pitt. Did that also hey. happen in The Last Black Man in San Francisco? No, no, no. Brad Pitt does not walk. <laughs> he oh, just okay. walks in. Well, I'll like, buy you Hi, the house. You are not the last. Here's another black person. I do, I do mean to watch Last Black Man. It's, it was really good. It was beautifully shot, beautifully acted. The two main people are just incredible. Like they. Mm-hmm. You feel like they have been best friends their whole lives, oh. and it's really sad. Uh, but there's, you know, of course, there are ups and downs. It's a drama. There's yeah. laughter and tears uh-huh. and all that. And it's just a beautifully shot, beautifully acted, but dot, but dot, dot, it's, dot, dot, dot. But it's Black Misery. So when yeah. it comes to Black Misery, what I mean mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. there are certain um, stories in the film, in filmmaking. How do you feel about uh, Black Pet Cemetery? There's a black pet cemetery. Well, because Black Misery has been doing so well. When are we going to get? Excuse me, Pew uh, Cat was. These in the are. Middle of a I'm sentence. in the middle of describing. Yeah. Black yeah. Black so you tell them to elaborate, is. and then you just the, steamroller. This is. These are for Jason. I'm hoping that he'll listen to your segment. <laughs> That's why I'm chucking them all in. <laughs> he would. He would appreciate it. I'm going to take off the headphones and let you say your sentence without yeah. being a total toolbox. Okay. It's my phone, actually. Okay. Please I should have done that before. Speak and I am I'm rescinding microphone control. <laughs> so, um the way that I see black misery mm-hmm. is um within entertainment, I think there are certain subject matters that involve the black experience that are mainly highlighting the suffering mm-hmm. that we go through or if it's like living in immense poverty mm. or experience violence if it's like either black on black violence mm. or if it's like police on mm. on black people violence mm-hmm. um police on black people violence yeah. it sounds like a real thing but, <laughs> but you know I, that wasn't eloquent mm-hmm. at all mm. um but you know just those kinds of those kinds of stories where you're really where the point of the movie is to make people upset that this is happening yeah while i understand the need to do that. There's so much of it. Mm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just live? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, can we just show a simple love story yeah. between two black people mm-hmm. without it mm-hmm. having to be like, Oh my God, but you know, the struggle and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah. have to be like that mm. all the time. They can just literally be in love. It could just be about, you know, what their outlook on life is that mm. makes them different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a firm believer in universal stories Mm -hmm. and that they do exist and that there's a lot of stories that are out there right now, Mm. not with black people in it, that could literally have black people in it without it being a whole thing, without it being like, but why is it a black person? Mm. Okay, we have to throw in like police brutality or something to make it make sense. Make it real. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I don't believe, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. So Mm. that I feel like this year... There has, I mean, it's been like that for the past few years, but I feel like mm-hmm. this year I've just gotten so fed up with it. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen Harriet. Mm. I know that it's a biopic. I don't think that it was meant for me. Mm, I don't yeah. think it was made for me. I think it was made for white people mm. so that they can figure out like, oh, Harriet's up. Like, oh, this is what happened. Oh, isn't that terrible? Like, yeah. isn't that the injustice? Or black people have been learning about Harriet Tubman, like, Sure, they might not know the full story, right. but mm. you know, just the way that Twelve Years a Slave yeah. won an Oscar, I feel like it won an Oscar mm-hmm. because of white guilt, obviously. So, like, you know, like just trying to make amends in some yep. way by saying this movie mm-hmm. was so powerful. I can't believe that 
you know, they went through X, Y, and Z. Mm. So here's an award. Mm. Can I offer my uh, expert opinion as a white person? Yes, Mm -hmm. please do. (laughs) Um, There's something that you might not, that you might not be factoring into the equation. Mm. And that is that a lot of these films play not as like, uh, cluing us into suffering or anything like that. But uh, any any of these films that has a happy ending, it's not cluing us into suffering. It's giving us permission to not give a shit. Mm. Like, uh, mm. and, and, and I'm going to point to 12 Years a Slave because I think this was the probably the most offensive after a long string of... Uh, Offensive films that when when they have when they do a film about uh, the the African American experience and suffering, mm. and then they have a happy ending. It's so us white people can leave the theater being like, well, I guess they took care of that. We're good now, right? <laughs> go like, well, yep, our yep. job here is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And racism think, doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I think that's what the product is when you see a film like uh, The Green Book or Driving Miss Daisy or any mm-hmm. of these. It's just permission for white people to be like, cool, well, I guess it's all good now, isn't it? We're good? Yeah. We're good. Yeah, exactly. I got the Academy Award, so we must be good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that shit happened with Green Book. I haven't seen it either. Mm. For that reason, I'm just like... I, no, yeah, it's more shit. It's a complete waste it. of, mm. of human time and energy. Yeah. <laughs> and now... Presenting her first award at the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies 2019 inaugural annual award ceremony, Cat Street. The category is... The category. (laughs) That was my Billy Porter impression. And the category is... Best falafels in the world. <gasps> Ooh, best oh falafels. Do we have nominees? Let's see. Uh, well, I recently went to Paris, so I was able to sample the falafel. <laughs> uh, in Paris? Yes. Oh, my God. Which is weird, because it was like, yeah, apparently in Paris, the falafel is like the the go-to food there because oh. of it, it just being such an like immigrant heavy. You know what they mm-hmm. call a falafel in Paris? Le falafel. That's actually the name of the place. It's Las Du Falafel. <laughs> so the so the way that hold up is this whole category just for you to flex on how much travel yeah, you do? Yeah, I, I like. I no. went to Paris. So it I just wanted to out start. the best falafel in the world. You have to go. It's down in a plane. Just just you know, like update your passport. Yeah. Spend like a thousand dollars. Get a nice hotel. Yeah, it's not so much. You really have to. Enjoy Paris. the falafel because half of a like, falafel is a good night's nice rest in a spot. It's like treatment. really cheap in Euro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are the other nominees? <laughs> the wonderful place in France that you went to eat falafel. The falafels. Uh, falafel house. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. And then falafel cheese. Falafel cheese? Yeah. I don't know that place. Oh, it's the one that has the, um, if you go there, it's like a chain mm-hmm. falafel place. Okay. And, um, you know, when there's someone's birthday, these like motorized like falafels sing a song to you. Oh. It's falafel cheese. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Shaggy G? It took him a second. Yes, 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 you got it, Swiggy. I've been looking for the perfect falafel. I was getting so excited. I know, you're looking like, I was thinking like, like, oh my God, robot falafel. My pun did not not land with you. No, your pun was too exciting to be a mere joke. (laughs) Because where does the cheese fit in? Who knows? I don't know. 
know, cheesy falafels might be good with cheese drizzled on top. It's America. We do Maybe. that. Maybe cheese whiz. Deep fried. You, you, you fill everything. I can just cheese. imagine Philly like making a Philly cheesesteak, but with a falafel and then putting like cheese whiz on it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah. terrible. It sounds really gross. <laughs> but it sounds just enough. Yeah. To make what was sense. the name of that falafely cheese? Falafi cheese. Falafi cheese. Okay. So yes. these are the three categories. The wonderful place you went to. The wonderful place in Paris. Two fake pieces. And then, and then <laughs> the two places and then that falafel are. Cheese. Falafel yeah. House, which is a play on Waffle House. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of fights that yes, break yes. out there. A lot yes. of crime committed. <laughs> a lot of Kid Rock has but, just been kicked out. Yeah. He's been banned. Those motherfuckers are open rain, sleet, or snow. And I can confirm that from a cross-country trip where it everything true. was closed except, except for Falafel House. Oh, oh really? Yes. Delicious falafels. They're there for you. Surprisingly. And the <laughs> old... Okay, I won't even say the rest of that sentence. Please! We gotta know who the who winner, the winner of, is. And the... Wait, the no. mystery. And the winner is... Last du falafel. Oh! Last du falafel. <laughs> That's Las the one in Paris and you just have you to have go. You have to go to no. Last du falafel. You just have to go. <laughs> C'est si bon. <laughs> Oui, oh my oui, god. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Yeah, all my all my French friends are mm. just so offended. I have no, no French right friends. You, you know no what friend. I like to do in Paris? <laughs> I like to go to my dead cousin's grave. Is that Jim Morrison? No, it's uh, actually he uh, You have, have a cousin. Oh. Yeah. You have a cousin's <laughs> <actually> <laughs> Classic it's just, Jesse. It's just rare that I get to say the worst sentence. <laughs> yeah, right after celebrating Le Du Flefla. Yes. Presenting her second award at the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies 2019 inaugural annual award ceremony. Lily. Cat Street. And the category is Best oh. Thick Person. Oh, hot oh. damn. Now, this is spicy. Is this going to be and about someone thick, thick you saw in Paris while you were there? Yes. <laughs> no one's thick over there. No one's thick in Paris. Everyone's real thin. They're like real thin. If oh, they're my. thick, they're not from there. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, can we, so, for the there. squares in the audience, can you kind of narrow down what thick means? All right, I'm going to look it up. That's thick with a CC, by the way, friends. T H I C C. Yeah. When a person is. When a person. Are you about to sing the Mickey Mouse song? Please, okay, what's the definition of thick? According to uh, UrbanDictionary.com, mm-hmm. this is a certified website, by the way. Is oh. it okay if I make out with my wife while you read the definition? Sure, I'll just okay. look away. Okay. Um, when a person is fat in the right places, creating sexy curves. Ooh. <laughs> yes. That's thick. In the now, right places. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that neither Swinky nor myself are thick. Mm-hmm. No, you guys okay. are super thin. All right. <laughs> so you do not qualify. We do not qualify. All right. Now, so who are your nominees? Can you tell us the thoughts and players <laughs> on your... The thoughts and players? <laughs> on your list. Well, Lizzo is definitely a thought for oh. sure. Wait, a more thought so or thick. a thick? She's thick and a thought. She's Irma. kind of both. Mm. I mean, she kind of... I love her so Lizzo. much. I don't know much Nominee about her. Lizzo. I just know that she's very open-minded. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's very she's very comfortable in her mm. own skin, mm, 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 which is wonderful. Like, because why wouldn't you be? Yeah, yeah. And she creates like oh this, a million reasons. This, <laughs> I mean, not for her. I mean, anybody. For anybody. I she creates this sense of like of mm. uh, 
empowerment. Mm, mm, so mm. I went to go see her recently. You mm-hmm. saw her live? In concert. How were wow. the falafels? The falafels were great. I saw Excellent. her in Paris, so actually. <laughs> she was in Paris? Oh, my. I was like, flick my hair. <laughs> Uh, no, she was she was awesome. And then afterwards, I was like, I have my, I just got my whole life. Like this whole week, I'm gonna be doing wow. shit. I'm gonna be like getting shit done. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be 100 percent that bitch, a la Lizzo's yeah. mantra. Swanky and I got just shit saw done. Her vision, bitch, this wow. week. That's hence the haircut. Yeah, she bitch? saw her like the bitch that gave her vision, and she oh, was like, yeah. Oh, I'm done not doing it. I'm gonna yeah. do it do now. It. I always it wanted good. to shave my thing, y'all. I always wanted to shave my head, but I didn't. I don't know what stopped me. I think I did. I didn't you know if it was your vision bitch yeah. yet. And then I saw Deborah Wilson of Mad TV. Oh yeah, yep. And yeah. I was that's a vision uh, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. she she works it. Yeah. yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the we came day, home from mm-hmm. from seeing Deborah Wilson, and mm-hmm. Swinky was like, "So you, when are you going to do it? When are you going to clip me, Pew? When are you going to shave yeah. my head?" I, I did the partitions one night. The next morning, we did. You it. went to a Lizzo nice. show. This nice. is this I'm sorry. Cats yes. turned to this shine. This is about cat. Okay. Pew, you're the one right. who did it's the just, depression. You know, I just went to a Lizzo show and I got mm-hmm. shit done afterwards because yeah. she's, she's very she's a vision bitch, wow. bitch. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I can't handle. I think we know who's going to win this category. Who are the other nominees? You even want to know. Okay. I'm noticing a pattern where your first one is one you gush about endlessly. (laughs) And then the other two are. Oh, no, I've got more to gush about. Either made up or not real. Who else have you got? So we've got Fat Chris Pratt. Ooh, uh, Chris Pratt a while ago, yeah. Yes, Pr- it would be like, um, no, yeah. just fat. Just fat, okay. <laughs> no, he was thick. <laughs> he was uh, That was uh, his Parks and Rec days. Yeah. 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 yeah before chubby. he got buff. Yeah, before mm. he got buff. I mean, he still kept the charm, but, you know, mm. there was something missing. There's something missing. It's the fat. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of lost that little... That extra... Um, that, little, that, that little... That cushion for the push. That little doughiness that yeah. you're Aww. like... Mm. I just want to give you a hug, boo. Yeah. Oh, do people actually miss thick Chris person, Pratt? At least I think one some people does, do. Seems oh. to be pining for the. <clears throat> I mean, I'm fine. With, I'm fine with both, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Lizzo, Chris Pratt. Who else have we got? Okay. We have Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> He has a chin that's bigger than the house. So he's got a testicle chin, but otherwise, like, if you look at his body, he's so like... What we're saying here is that a testicle chin is not a deal breaker. It's not necessarily the end he, of he's got the a butt of, He's got a butt of face, however. <laughs> the rest of his body is pretty on point for the whole thing. Can I, can I counter a little bit? <laughs> Minus the whole, like, wiping that out half of humanity. Right. Whatever. And shame on him, okay. by the way. He just needed a hug and maybe mm. a good lay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he needed someone telling him, you're okay. Came There's like an I I loved his performance. I love Thanos. Mm-hmm. There's like this underlying sadness. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that is fucking hot. Mm-hmm. That you're saying yeah. like it's a butterface, but I could look in those eyes and just be like, let me cheer you up, buddy. Yeah, I mean like how can just a butter chin? How about yeah, that? butter chin? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. With, I'll ride with you on that. But <laughs> yeah. like those, those eyes, everything else, those Thanos eyes of his. Oh. Those can you, so we, can you make a song called those, those Thanos, Thanos eyes? eyes? Oh man. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about I'm very conflicted right now. You guys are gushing over Thanos right now. Just look at his body, though. Okay, yeah. his body. Yeah. His body yes. is animated quite okay. well. I don't know who played his body double or if it was just all fake, but yeah. he looked Yeah, good. okay. So he thick. He, he thick. thick. Okay, okay. Okay, and then last is David Harbour. David, I don't know who that is. You're going to have to remind me of that. I was is thinking, he, I thought you were going to go Hasselhoff. This is us? No, no, no. David Harbour is from uh, Stranger Things. He plays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He plays. The sheriff. No, he's oh, very yes. fine. He's, he's, yes. he's good. Sizzling. 
he's, he's listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he does a little dance, and you're like, mm. yeah, you go get it. I mean, yeah. you can't really dance, but I love those. Hips. He's a, he's another one that you're like, hips don't laugh. You want to clean lie. him up, like you want to fix, like Thanos. You want to fix him. You want to, and I don't know if I want to fix Thanos. Not Thanos, like, no, not too much. He's mm. sad though. You want to like give him a place to come I home wanna to. I don't want to fix okay. him though. I just want to mm. make him happy. I'll bet mm. you That's fuck like a madman though. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him, Thanos, do you want to play Yoshi? You're going to feel better. It'll go, I'm a snap right now. I'm like, yeah. don't do Half it. The enemies will disappear. It just has to stay on his good side. Be like, yeah. don't disappear me, please. Yeah, yeah. We're friends, right? We cool. We cool? What you need? What you yeah. need? You want some more mac and cheese? I'm yeah. the mac and cheese. What can falafel. I do? I'll fly you to Paris. Yes. <laughs> Here's the falafels, like, but just don't get rid of me. Thanos, let's make half the falafel disappear by eating it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Thanos. (laughs) He did, though. It's fine. Yeah, no, he's super dead, and he was fine with it. Yeah, (laughs) it's okay. Nothing to worry about. No one cares. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Now, man, I don't know who the winner is. Oh, yes, there's so many fun games, but you have till the end of this drum roll to pick your winner. To tackle your week with fervor and strength. Drum roll. And the winner is. Thanos. Thanos? Oh, damn. All right. Celebration music. The winner is Thanos. Congratulations to Thanos, destroyer of half the universe, for taking home the, the yes, hottest, thick, thi- the thickest hottie award of 2019. And just it's- like that, he won. He won. That was, that was my joke. Yeah. <laughs> and just like that, he won. Yes. Sorry, Lizzo. I, I think had, you're cool. I had a yeah, Thanos I love you, joke. I love you, Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> that I posted on Reddit, and Reddit took it down because there were like too many people have posted this joke already. So I'm not even going to uh, tell my Thanos. Yes, pew. It wasn't even a joke. You it was can't just tease like that and then walk away. It was yeah. just the fact that like there are kids who are growing up now who are going to think that the origin of the phrase "I'm about to snap" yeah. is from Thanos. Oh. <laughs> Okay. But it goes back much, much further than that. Anyway, like not good enough for Reddit, like, good enough for the Hollywood Fishbowl, I suppose. Whatever, Reddit. All right, yes. we're going to do one final segment uh-huh. before we uh, unceremoniously give you the boot. Okay. Uh, we, but, we were going to do an in memoriam. We're still happy. We're still happy. Mm-hmm. In memoriam. We're, yes. So we wanted to do like an in memoriam of the people who died this year, but then we were looking down the list and it's been kind of a crap year for death. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, see, this is why we're surprised that Pew has friends from a long time ago. <laughs> this is him. This is him being him. I mean, so, no one of import really yeah, died. Yeah. No. Okay. Death didn't you want to eulogize Tim Conway? Year. Please be my guest. Wait, who is Tim Conway? Exactly. Exactly. But Big Bird died, though. Okay, Bird you know died. you know, you know the Big name? Bird. Uh our previous uh, guest did not. I said the name in the last episode. He was like, who? No, I saw it. Like, it's in my head. I just can't. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I Carol was just Spinney. There you yes, go. I was yeah. Yeah, I was say it's like a name. lady's name. Yeah. Carol yes. Spinney. There you go. Carol. See, real tragedy. We're all we're all coupled over in tears what over this. Big bird. Tim Conway was dwarf on golf. In the 80s, he produced a series of direct-to-video cassettes where he would put shoes on his knees and pretend to be a little person. And he'd do like dwarf. His name was Dorf. D-O-R-F. Dorf at the Olympics. Dorf uh-huh. on golf. <laughs> dorf goes fishing. And like he'd get hit that with a- super offensive book. 
kind of funny. Yeah. Super offensive. Anyway, he, he's no longer with us. Oh, yeah. So, oh. fans of oh. Dorf on Golf, you're going to just have to rewatch. Hold on. Uh, I want to say Dion Warwick died this year. Did she? Or am oh. I thinking of someone else? I think you're thinking of someone else. I was else. thinking of Warwick Davis when you said that. <laughs> no. Which is my <laughs> prejudice. Oh, so, someone, someone Wilson, a good singer. See, okay, anyway. No, it's not, it's, oh, it's uh, not Dionne Warwick, it's mm. Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. So what we're going to do with this segment, <laughs> instead of milling about trying to figure out if anyone <laughs> with note died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diane oh, Carroll. This is the died. worst award ceremony for what? Yeah. So what? So what exactly is happening? We're saying. So what in we'd like to do is is um we'd like to do an in memoriam of people that are alive that you want to celebrate. People who are alive who aren't dead yet. So you've got. Uh, we're going to give you a second to think about who you'd like to celebrate, and uh, you got about a minute and a half of music to to to. Uh, Eulogize people in your life, people you've whose work you admire, and you're happy that they exist and they have put the, that work out in the world. You know, anyone, oh. anyone alive, anyone right. like yeah. Mark Twain. Even no, you off, can be glad for yourself. Off the running. Mm-hmm. If you have a cat, you can say I'm glad for my cat. I don't have a cat. You don't. Do you have a dog? No. Okay. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Like, mm, do you have a dog? <laughs> yeah, because I'm a cat person. Oh, yeah. I love doggies. Yeah, dogs are cute. I mean, when they're not yours. Jason just shit talks dogs all, all the time. time. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Oh, they're breaks cute. My heart. Yeah, Aww. they are cute. But yes, I do have someone. Okay, then uh, a final. I was going to say rowing. Now, to honor those still living, we give to you. Cat Street. This goes out to Terrence Nance. He is a writer, director, filmmaker who's currently doing uh, Space Jam 2. However, which which seems pretty random for the rest of the art that he does. Yeah. Because he's actually quite brilliant. Yeah? In my opinion. Oh. Yes. You're celebrating him and you're glad he exists. I I am glad that he exists. Yay. His art is freaking crazy. Mm. What has he done besides uh, Space Jam 2? So Space Jam 2 isn't out yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is the creator of the show on HBO called Random Acts of Flyness, which I am obsessed with. It's like this avant-garde mm. kind of a sketch variety show mm-hmm. thing um, that looks at the very like alternate uh, viewpoints or outlooks on black culture. Oh, wow. It is fantastic. And I think you would actually get a kick out of it. We should get HBO. We would love to watch it. We should get yeah. HBO because you need to see Barry so I bad. Oh, yes. love it. I want to see all can Not I also to steal the thunder. Can I also <laughs> say in memoriam to Bill Hader just for being amazing? He yeah. will eventually be missed. <laughs> yeah. But until then, he is He's presently awesome. Yes, yes. But yes, Terrence mm. Nance is my is my homie right now. Mm. I want to work with him. So Terrence Nance, if you're out there, holler, holler at me, slide into slide the DMs. <laughs> I promise I will not send you lewd pics. The end. That was the best the end ever. Kat, <laughs> thank you for coming on the yeah. show. Uh, two questions. Yes. Since people liked what they heard, uh, where can they find you and where can people keep an eye on what's happening with cycles? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at, mm-hmm. at Cat Street One. Um, you can also find. So to everyone Why who's one? Cat Street Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven, you're. I'm they know who to one. hate now. Did yes. someone already take Cat Street? 
I think so, yeah. Okay. So I don't know who the fuck that person is. <laughs> um, and also on Instagram, I have a weirdos with cameras thing. Mm-hmm. That's my ah. fake production company that mm-hmm. might not be so fake in 2020. Is it registered mm-hmm. as an LLC? No, it is not. Okay. That's what Coming that's what we're working on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah. like legitimizing it or something. Right. Uh, but it's at You can at, do an LLC. I've got one of those. They're yeah, easy. they're manageable. It, it seems expensive though. Uh, it's at WWC Productions. That is that one. Okay. That's where you'll see more oh, things about cycles. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and my website is catmurraysatchel.com. It's a dot com. Ah. It's a dot com. You got on the train early. Oh yeah, that's, and that's cat with the K, not with a the K. C. Right. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The nobody cares about that. the kind with the C, Swinky. Excuse Aww. me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Th- I think those were all the things. Thank you Thank for you. coming on the oh, 2019 wow. Holly's Woody's Fishies Lollies. What a time! That was what's an Cat honor. Street. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. And new guests coming up in no time at all. <laughs> Thank you, Cat. The Holly's Woody's Fishies Bullies continue in the third installment where I, your host... Wait, why am I doing the introduction every time? Because you are the main host, my host. I am Jesse Kester, and I am jo- joined by my co-host... <laughs> Swinky, ha! But we are not alone at the Holly's Woody's Fishies Bullies inaugural annual 2019 awards ceremony. Indeed. In this, the third part, we are joined by the one, the only, the yeah. illustrious... <laughs> Dave Perloff. Welcome back to the <laughs> show, Dave. How have you been? Good. I didn't know I was supposed to introduce myself. Oh, <laughs> oh of course. Yes. But of course. Who else <laughs> Who could else? bring the exuberant thrills, spills, and Tinseltown <laughs> chills? Dude, can we leave this music on the entire time? There's, I feel like I feel like you you were on HBO and then they were like, nah. And then they moved you to Disney and now here we are. Like, like Disney. <laughs> This is that. This We're is getting the that Disney money. Fishies bullies. bullies. <laughs> the How have you guest. been? I'm good, man. How you been? I am so good. Now, when we had you on originally, we had you on as a background actor, but you have, you have refuted, refuted that designation. Well, it's shed not. that skin as a it's, cobra does its very skin. I'm a, I'm not a lifetime background actor. That's not my goal. That's How would you frame yourself now, if we may, if we might? Well, I write screenplays, I write songs, and I perform them for a live audience. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you don't? Uh, no. Wait, I, what? I was believing you. I, you soundtrack no, he writes it. He writes music I, and he writes I'm words. I'm an aspiring director as mm, well. Mm, Take mm. the aspiring off. Yeah, you're a director. Is, I'm not a director. Oh. Why do you refute that title? Because what is it with you and refuting thing, titles? Yeah. The last thing I directed was in college, I think. But you directed it. I assistant directed some stuff. Why don't you direct something? You're a director. I know, I know. Get off I'm, your ass, man. What are you doing have, here? I You're not like welcome four, on the fishbowl until you like direct four, a fucking <laughs> short. I have four shorts mm. and nobody wants to do anything. So maybe I need to be talking to you, camera guy. Yeah, did you see our new beefy, busty, dusty camera? Yeah, he got himself in toys. It's sexy. <laughs> 13, di- rain, 13 stops of dynamic range at... ISO 400. I only need like nine stops. 12-bit compression. None of that makes any sense to me. 
I'll just direct. You okay. Can, you can handle that. I'll make it pretty. <laughs> You're a director. I am a screenwriter. I am a director. Yes. That's yes. actually one of the categories okay. we're going to. Best director. Ooh. Mm. You no. prepared that. Ooh, I'm looking forward uh, to that. I'm just kidding. I oh. hope I'm a nominee. Oh, you got me all excited. <laughs> oh, what have my. you directed? What have I directed? Yep, you. Uh, the last library cleaned up on the festival circuit. We got more laurels and I got brain cells. Oh. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Gotta get those laurels. Yeah, yeah. baby. Laurel after laurel. If I made a necklace out of the laurels, I, it would break my neck. Guaranteed. <laughs> You'd have a Christmas oh my wreath. Goodness. Which we Somebody's invest modest. In. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you need that kind of hubris if you're trying to make it in um, this town. And my most I recent think. feature, The Roost, a documentary about the Japanese uh, custom motorcycle scene. Uh-huh. Pictures locked, sound is locked, colors locked, baby. What's 2020, The Say Roost. Again? The Roost. The, the roost. roost is the on roost. fire. I can't wait. <laughs> what the heck? That was the meanest <laughs> laugh I've ever heard. Well, um, I'm not your typical L.A. Fake laugher guy. No, you're yeah. not. You're not gonna give it to me for free, <laughs> just to schmooze. <laughs> knowing, knowing that I have one of the biggest podcasts produced in this house. Yeah, you're not what's, even gonna I, suck up to me then. Uh, what's an LA fake laugh? Give us one. Give us a guffaw. Um, like oh, let me <laughs> say oh, oh okay. <laughs> you're so oh, well, funny you, you when you're on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's your. Your standard comedian laugh, mm -hmm. like when they're watching other comedians. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, pretty good, <laughs> That's right? Mean. Yeah. <laughs> they, That's really mean. They don't find anything funny. Yeah. Hmm. Presenting <laughs> the third and official hot take of the 2019 Holly's Woody's Fishies Bullies, Dave Perloff. Okay, you guys aren't gonna like this. That's okay. I'm here I'm, to not like things. I'm like a, I was put on this earth I'm really to not open like to shit. Stuff, so you know, you can I'm, try me. I'm one of these people mm. that sits at home in my bunker mm -hmm. and waits for the the war to happen. That's, yeah. And like when I see, because I've I've paid attention, mm. maybe not live, but mm. I've been watching all this like impeachment stuff. Mm. I mean, not just highlights, mm -hmm. the entire thing. You it's watch the whole thing. Boring, mm. and it sucks. But Can I, I need jump in to for a know. second. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, well, no, because I want to. I want to. I want to praise your thought. It's a thought I have a lot. We and need to know about this stuff. Anybody <laughs> who's fired up about politics, my first thought is that person doesn't know shit about politics. Because <laughs> if you actually watch and actually listen and actually read the reports, uh -huh. so boring. boring. Well, it, it takes so much patience to just go through the whole mm. document and the well, whole testimony. Mm. What I've focused on. Mm is trying to watch, you know, pundits that I disagree with and, mm -hmm. and just hear the stuff that they're saying. Mm -hmm. So I know, know your enemy. It's not like they're enemies mm -hmm. necessarily, but you, you want to <clears throat> know how to play to them mm -hmm. in case. And mm -hmm. when I look at this whole thing, mm -hmm. there's friends of mine that are Trumpers, mm -hmm. like from Pennsylvania and stuff, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and they're like, it's I just don't fight. see any evidence. Like, this is just, and I'm like, where are you getting this idea that that hearsay mm. is not evidence? They're testifying under oath. This thing that we have created in mm. order to say that hearsay is evidence if you're yeah. not lying. That if you're to lying, the, it's a felony. And of mm. course, you know, mm. I don't want to stereotype, but I will say that there are a lot of um, 
there are a lot more God fearing people that that like Trump than mm-hmm. than than that don't. Mm. And if you're a God fearing individual, mm. um, you need to. I forget what I was saying. Damn it. God fearing people, Trump. Uh, Impeachment. No, 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 no evidence. No. Not seeing the evidence. Oh, prepare oh, for the war. Exactly. Mm. When it comes to hearsay and evidence, I'm sure you'll love this bit. Mm. It's like. They they live their lives, a lot of them, based on this book that was written 1,600, years ago Mm-mm. that was compiled over like three, four hundred years, or at least the New Testament. Mm. Uh, mm. You know, we don't know how many hands it was in, how many times this was edited or mm. changed or rewritten a certain way to mm. make it sound like this, that, and the other. Mm. And when you look at that and you don't call that hearsay or whisper down the lane or anything, Mm-mm. you know... Anything that happens that was before the time of the last living person of that time that can attest to it happening in history is hearsay, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. at this Mm -hmm. point, like anything, you know, so Mm -hmm. anyway, getting back to the impeachment, it's it's clear that a lot of them don't believe the words that are coming out of their mouth Mm -hmm. and they're saying this. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just to stay loyal to the guy that's going to like have them fired if they don't. Yeah. Uh And... I'm trying to find the hot take in here. Well, the hot take is the hot take (laughs) is is that no matter what happens, whatever result, whether it's good for the left or the right, or maybe Mm. there's some sort of, I think that we're headed towards some sort of civil unrest that might happen in the next year. That's especially with the election. Clearly, we're already in civil unrest. Like the I mean, legit like violence. violence and and like if you don't comply or agree with the things I'm saying, I'm liable to beat the shit out of you or kill you or whatever. Well, mm. yes. And, and it's- war these days isn't going to be line up and you're in the front and then- It's you know, not muskets it, and bayonets. It, it's going to be just in the streets, catastrophe, mm. like mm. the way that we see it's possible today to just mm. go out and shoot up a place. And Yep, mm. yep. And it is very, very unnerving to have a president who uh, winks at the camera and says, well, if anyone wants to take care of that problem for Mm me, I'd really appreciate it. These reporters are really getting under my skin. If somebody could, you know. It's not Mm. only that, but like the Mm. whistleblower, this whistleblower, Mm. they, they were like, yeah, they want blood. I'll testify. I'll be, I'll put myself out there, whatever, Mm. until President Dipstick goes, You know, they used to take care of people like this the old-fashioned way or whatever, however he worded it. Mm. And then they were like, never mind, Mm. not doing it. And then so throughout the impeachment hearings, there Mm. was just a lot of this, we haven't even heard from this whistleblower. And it's like, and then everybody's like, well, because they're being threatened. Mm. By the president. Yeah. 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 No, it's very unnerving. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I I would love it if everybody pumped their brakes uh, and actually just read the do- documents and listened to the impeachment testimonies nobody, and got bored. Everybody just mm. wants everything summarized for them anymore. And, and mm. nobody's read this 449 Mueller re- page Mueller report and mm. stuff. Mm. Like I tried reading and I was just like, you know what? I, I got the gist. After yeah, like yeah, 60 yeah. pages. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, they're amazingly boring. That's, that's commendable. It's, it's so boring. Mm. But I think that. A lot of the reason why people like Trump is because he's the opposite of boring. He certainly mm. is not. He's always fascinating. <laughs> mm. um, my favorite thing, I just want to bring up a mannerism thing mm. is, mm. have you ever like watched the beginning, obviously not the whole thing, but mm. the beginning of one of his like rallies when he first comes out and starts talking to people? Not mm-hmm. really, no. Okay. Mm. He's like, hello, everybody. You know, he's very calm. He's mm. like, 
we have this crazy witch hunt happening and people cheer and blah, blah, blah. But, mm. but you give that guy like five minutes to rant. Mm. And next thing you know, he's like just in a different gear. It's like yeah. they gave him as much sedatives as possible. And yeah. he just broke through them all. <laughs> like mid-speech, he's just right yeah. back to his crazy yeah. ranty self. But yeah. the, the problem is, is that these people love him for that. Yeah, he's very they don't even care what the policies are. Mm. They, they're like, I like his attitude. And it's like, like all he is is just a representation of your shitty attitude, Mm, mm, mm. you know? But my hot take Mm. is that 2020 is going to be one of the most interesting years as far as Americans just no longer feeling like they live in this cozy, safe place that we thought. Yeah. And that's what I'm I'm afraid. Like, I don't want to be a pessimist and I, Mm. I surely hope that something can go that, that, that some solution can happen where we avoid all that. Mm. But I just think with all these other players involved, like mm. Russia and China and yeah, this and that, that mm. the amount of control that anybody has over mm. this, mm. I almost feel like it's just inevitable. It doesn't matter if it's delayed a little bit or mm. whatever. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just feel like mm. the 20s are going to be roaring, right. know, so oh, to speak. Gosh. I love I reading books, <laughs> boring-ass books about like World War II and mm. World War One. And um, I've been looking into those a lot. The most common phrase in the most thorough and boring books, you'll see this on every page like five times. Yeah. It's two words side by side, fomenting anger. And <laughs> that's where oh. we are at right now yeah. is the, the fomenting anger part and, of the, the... And when nobody mm. can agree on what what is happening... Mm-mm. It's not like we can't agree on what's right and what's wrong. Mm. We can't agree on what is happening. Some people believe that what's actually happening is happening and then others are fabricating it. And, um, you know, Mm. I I would even go so far as to say that Trump is right when he says that the media is corrupt and Mm. clearly he's just making himself the martyr, but Mm. like he's not wrong when they totally exclude pieces of story Mm. just to not have your audience know Mm. Or or believe or, or anything, mm. and I think that despite being a conspiracy theory mm. about this Joe Biden ordeal, I don't yeah. know if you you've with heard his much son about, with his son Hunter? and that mm. company, the media just goes, "Well, it's been debunked. It's not real." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, and they don't. It, that almost sounds like a cop out. Like it's mm. just the same thing Trump does. It's fake news. Mm. They just eliminated it completely mm. and put it in the minds of everybody that it's debunked. Mm. It makes no sense. Mm. We shouldn't be uh, basing any value in this mm. conspiracy theory by this fucking guy. Mm. When you never know, maybe there is something to look into. And the fact that that the Senate is so gung ho about it mm. in the upcoming trial. Mm bringing all these witnesses to the table, I think it's important, you know, no matter what side you're on or if Mm. you're not on a side, to see it, to hear it for yourself, and to not just write it off like it's nothing, Mm. you know? Mm. I don't know. Yep, and before you come at me with any emotion, uh, go through the documents until you have no emotion left and just uh, be bored by it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more you you look into it, the more scary it is, man. Mm. And I've kind of just been... A crazy person lately. Have you been stocking up and like no, like goods and I, I almost just I I want to say I've been looking all over the map. Like, what's a good place to, to go? To go and hide for to, a bit. Yeah, I don't want to be involved in a conflict. I'm not interested no. in fighting, even no mm. matter no matter how strongly my beliefs are. I don't mm. want to die mm. for for. I don't think there's going to the be people. any blood in the streets of Los Angeles over Trump. Mm. 
Um, Maybe but that's, that's not what's that troubles be me about. because mm. at his command, you just have tanks in the streets. Fucking, mm. you never know. You Crazy. never know what it, what's what we're capable of in this ordeal. I don't mm. know. I don't know. I don't want to say like it's World War Three. Like, well, uh, yeah, you know, I've, we've <laughs> talked about this before. I'm mm-hmm. from coming from Kenya. That doesn't sound very far fetched. Mm. It's not. Revolutions are, happen in countries mm, all the time. Yeah. Everyone has this idea that it would never happen in America. Mm, mm. It happened 100 years ago. Mm. Like 100, you know, 20, 50 years ago. Mm. So yeah, that's not a long time. Themselves. That's three people. Mm. Mm. Hey, this is a Hollywood fishbowl. This is so... Christmas that is a very, very hot take. Spectacular. I think, <laughs> I think HBO is calling. Yeah. They want the show back now. Bye-bye, Disney. <laughs> And here, presenting <laughs> the fifth award at the Holly's yeah. Woody's Fishies Bullies, is Dave, Dave Perloff. Perloff. Oh, what a good transition. Mm. What have you got for us, buddy? Two awards. What's the, what's the category? Okay. Give us one at a time. The first, we, the first uh, we love category. playing that song. Um, the most dangerous stretch of road in LA. Oh. Ooh, that's a bold category. I, is, going I've by got, fatalities? Or? No, we're going by... When I'm on it, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> I'm trying to this think. This is now. personal okay. to me. Yes. Yes. Um, hold on. Hold on. What are the give, before you oh. before you oh. give your nominees, I want to try to. There's think only of some... th- I only came up with three. Okay. That's like, fine. Mulholland Drive would be terrifying if it wasn't bumper to bumper traffic going sure. at half a mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit, man. It's but, when... but, but but by stretch of road, just so we're clear. I just mean like between this street and that street, <laughs> on this street. Like, yeah. Or it could be a highway too. Like. Okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's only when, when traffic is, when it's not bumper to bumper traffic that sure. I start to worry. When it's bumper to bumper traffic, like mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to hear the nominees. This, yes. is, this is a hell of a category. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if you've necessarily been in one of these. That's areas. not your problem. That's, okay. that's not on so you. Should I read them? Should I read them? Bottom to to the winner, or should I? Just no, 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 no. You should read them in random order, and then we will say, and the winner is okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, the, so there's three of them. The first stretch I have is the 405 between the 101 and the 10, and it's mm-hmm. only because merging from one highway to the other, you always have these dipshits. Can we curse on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That we just drive cursing. as fast as I can down that. That lane that they know they're not supposed to be in, and then try and get in in the oh, last. Oh, people minute. who mer- who pass on the right, like they use an on ramp or an off ramp oh. as a. No, uh, I do that sometimes. You son hey, of a bitch! You are one of those. I'm not one of those. I'll tell you I'm talking about Dave. the. Ty- Dave? I'm talking about the exit with a line of cars for uh-huh. a mile, uh-huh. and they they say I'm not sitting in this line, and then they try oh, and get in right at the. That's horse shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, but let me it, tell you right now that if if you if if I wasn't a coward, I would beep at you when you pass me on the right. <laughs> well, no, it's dangerous mm. because if you see one car do it and you're sitting there in that line. Mm. Maybe your thought is, I should do this. And then when you pull out yeah. and a motorcycle in the dark just comes out of nowhere and yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always, I always have this idea, like I should change lanes. And then I hear, and yeah. a motorcycle passes me yeah. at the very moment I would have done it had mm, I mm, mm. not like looked in my mirror or something. Mm, mm. And I'm, I'm just looking out for them in that, mm, in that mm. regard because yeah. it's very sketchy. Yeah. Number two, or no, number two. Next nominee. This is a very specific category. I have uh, the the Riverside Drive between Vineland and Hollywood Way. Do you guys, are, are you, you know familiar that one, with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So when you get off the, um, 
All right, so you're on Vineland, and you make a right on Riverside going north. Mm-hmm. And then there's that exit or that entrance to the 134, mm-hmm. and it's that little left lane. Mm. That oh, thing gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. it needs to be longer. That thing gets so backed up mm. that when cars turn from the left turning signal and they want to go straight, mm. they can't because there's all these cars. Meanwhile, you have people turning right, coming from the other way, mm. and they're all just meeting in this cluster. It's a fuck. very weird intersection. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. So there's mm. that, mm. and then just driving towards Burbank down that road. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is, but... Every time I do it, somebody pulls out of a driveway without looking or yep. somebody just pulls out of their parking space and almost cuts me up. I'm like, I'm going to die this close to my house. This is <laughs> That's unfair. It's literally like I yeah. use that road to get pretty much everywhere from going that way. Yeah. And finally, uh, I have anywhere in Glendale. <laughs> hey! That's no, it's only, true. It's true. It's only oh. because... The you, Armenian you've been, people, yeah, you've, you've seen the driving in here. Like, yeah, they all they have these fuck. flashy cars that mm. go 100 miles, you know, too fast, turbo jets and yep, all this yep, kind of yep. stuff for Colorado uh, Boulevard. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. Oh, it's. I was on a highway one time, <laughs> and I I like passed this guy, and I might have given him a look like, "Why are you driving so slow?" Mm. And he got behind me, mm. this close to my car at 87 oh, miles. Oh, no like, doubt, like 80 miles They're per fearless hour. Fearless here, and it, it, unless I sped up to a hundred and took my chances, mm. which I just had to basically put my flasher on mm. and like one lane at a time, just get mm. over. It. And this guy f- fucking followed you with me. Like he was right on my ass. And then when it came to the exit, I was like, I should just get off this exit and take my chances. Like at the red light or whatever. And sure enough, he follows me off. My heart's pumping. I'm like, I shouldn't Wait. have looked at that guy wrong. Yeah. yeah. And then this guy from Glendale is like, rolls his window down, bro. Your headlight is out. You need to fix that. The cops are crazy. No, it wasn't like that. But yeah. he was like, he followed me all the way off and he just yelled at me like, yeah. like, like, don't fucking pass me, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, sorry, man, I'll never do that again. And he just drove off like, had I, he, he wanted me to like give him a problem. But I, I just feel like I see these cars yeah. weaving like when, when, when maybe you're crawling at like 20 miles an hour. Mm. They're going at like 50, just oh, like yeah. finding all the ways and stuff. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, Why do you think we walk so much in Glendale, darling? Just be careful because yeah. they're not looking for you. Oh, I know. We wait, we wait patiently at the intersections. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Doesn't oh, I saw matter. the only accident I've seen since I've been here and I've been here four months was here. Right. It was a, here. like a block away and mm-hmm. it was a massive catastrophe. You need to get out of Glendale, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. It, yeah. I need yeah. to. Wait. No, I don't want to see accidents. No, Dave. I just meant. Yeah, and to see more, I need to see the world. Yep, you. But we're going on a on a road trip, so that's gonna be fun. Oh. But before we go on that road trip, we need to know who the winner. Oh of yeah, the yes, most please. Scary. This and is a biased such- answer. Riverside between Vineland wait, and Hollywood. Wait, oh, oh, oh wait, we can edit that out. Okay. okay. A drum roll, please. Drum roll. And the, end, and the winner is Riverside Drive between Vineland and Hollywood Way. Wait, why are you cheering? That's bad. Right? It won. Well, it's it won. Oh, congratulations! Okay. Right, Yay. for being scary. <laughs> no, don't you remember the when we get on that intersection? I'm like, mm. Jesus Christ, this is insane that it's designed yeah, this way. Yeah, Who I on think earth? I know. Th- what I, intersection? I remember you. Uh, yeah. 
the one, one when, you, I, when you're getting off the 134 onto Riverside, yeah. it's like a two-lane stopway opposing traffic does not oh, stop. I know that one. Like yeah. a psychopath designed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. As an experiment to see how much people would put up with in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah, they you need know, to do something. But they probably did that many, many, many years ago before the population in L.A. exploded. Here, presenting the sixth official award at the Hollies Woodies Fishies Bullies is Dave Perloff. Okay. Um, this category <laughs> for best cup of coffee in 2019. And there have been a lot of cups of coffee oh, in 2019. I mean, we're almost at the end here. Could, could be close to 200 of them or so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have... Three nominees. Yes. And the nominees are... Oh, wait, we don't do the... No, that's for the, the winner. Yes, yeah. for the winner. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim Henson Studios Crafty Keurig Coffee. <laughs> you You've had that? that? Yeah. Mm. It was... It was mm. Okay. I don't know why, but I was like, why is this Keurig coffee... Better than any others that I've ever... it's distilled Henson pee. I don't know. Ew! <laughs> pee No, pee. It was Kirby coffee. <laughs> right. Next nominee. Next is... Swinky's Soy Coffee Cup. Ah! Okay. Because I've never I, had... You're just soy. happy to have been nominated. Yes, I've never I had soy milk. <laughs> You've never had soy milk in your coffee? Never. So this is a... Uh, but I made This is it. a new trend, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And by the way, that was um, that was Matt Burns' coffee maker that he left behind. Yes. Shout out and, to Matt and Burns. And Matt Burns' coffee. And then I have the cup my mom made that I drank half of and dumped the rest down the sink. Oh, Still, okay. Mom you're made just, it. You're so. just happy it, it, to be nominated. It made, yes, I'm it very made happy. nominee. Mm-hmm. It made a nominee because um, I ha- my mom was like, "You ha- you better fucking nominate me for that." <laughs> um, but sorry, mom. <laughs> Oh, do you want a drum roll? And the winner is... Swinky Soy Coffee. Oh, my God. Swinky, you want a Hollywoody A Hollywoody fishy bully. I want to, I want to thank um, Matt Burns, um, also known as Sick Nick Mondo, for <laughs> providing us with the coffee. It was in the fridge. It stayed fresh. Thank you so much, Matt. Also, thank you, Dave, for nominating me. I'm so happy. Also, thank you, Dave, for coming over. If you hadn't come over, I wouldn't have made you the cup of coffee. And since we don't have what we need to make a cup of coffee, I would never make you coffee with soy. Also, sorry, Dave's mom, but also um, we hope sorry, to be not seeing sorry. you soon. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, I won. <laughs> and thank you, Pew, for inviting our guests who also drink coffee and well, might one day convince you to drink coffee. He, You should thank him for offering me tea. Yeah. Because if Pew. it wasn't for that. Yeah, you should thank me for offering him tea. <laughs> thank you for offering Congratulations, Dave I, I, And thank you for saying, no, I want coffee. It was a, yes. a, a dense out. category with many, many, many incredible nominees. But to see you walk away with the, with the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bullies for best cup of coffee of 2019. I want something. <laughs> Look at me go. Thank you, Dave. Nobody you actually resume. thought the... The cup that got dumped down the sink was going to no. win. Yeah, but it was your mom. Like, oh, yeah, also, because exactly. your mom made it with love. Yes. Yeah, okay. All Hi, right. mom. And the last bit we're going to do, the last little segment we like to do in the Hollies, Woodies, Fishies, Bowlies yes. is we we wanted to do some in more in memoriams, memorial speeches, eulogies, mm-hmm. but like nobody really great died this year. So what we're going to do instead. Really? Ouch. It was a shit year for, Every time for celebrity it. deaths. Oh, do you know um, any famous person that died and see? it hurt your heart? It, like off the top of my head, I mm. think of Elijah Cummings, but that didn't hurt at all. That guy who was like 
the Baltimore district, like political guy. Like, oh! uh, part of the, uh, the house of representative or no. Yeah. House I think he's yeah, representative. He must have yeah. been a representative. Hell of a, a eulogy. Senator, right? that affected yeah. me. <laughs> Across the board. This has been, I can't give a eulogy like <laughs> Obama gave for that guy. So yeah, I'll just, oh. I'm oh, trying Obama to think who died this so year. Not, see, that's the thing, but what that's we'd like fine. to do, you don't have to rack your brains <laughs> yeah, it's, to look for sorrow. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, we would like you to select a uh, person or people who are still living. And we're going to do we're doing immemorials of people that are alive. Yes. Celebrating we, people in your who life. Who we will miss people eventually. So but this is like you. a future eulogy or. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Or just celebrating them. When who? Alive. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody. Anybody at all. Oh Even mean, yourself. Yeah. You can celebrate yourself. Anybody alive. If you have a cat, you can celebrate your cat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> okay. He's thinking. I don't. I don't. I've never been put in this position before. Really, where you have to think of people you're grateful for? Every like person that's died from Pennsylvania in the last mm. like few years, I I haven't gone to their funeral, mm. so I never was given an opportunity to to say anything mm-hmm. other than like you know like posting on their Facebook or something. Which brings me to this. Um, so we got to get going? Okay. Um, America. I would like to give it a lot of credit because for a long period of time, we lived free. Free to think. Free to believe. Free to work. Free to speak. Free to print. At Kinko's On a Saturday It's true But I feel like The the best thing about America Was that You wake up in the morning And you don't hear Anything Going off No bombs No guns No no children screaming and crying (laughs) No dogs barking (laughs) It's just L.A. traffic. (laughs) That's sad. We will miss you, America. Eventually. Mm. Eventually. When you are not so great. But still okay. That's all. I loved him. Her. Dave Perloff, it was such a joy to have you back on the show. Thank you for joining our year-end spectacular. It's always fun. It's been a pleasure. might want to find out where you are on the social meds, Mm -hmm. uh, where can they find you? Um, SoundCloud.com slash Boxcar Adventure. And catch me on Instagram at Rice Perloff. A perfect joke that I love. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We'll, we'll have you back on in 2020, I bet. Uh, I bet dimes to dollars. Yes. I hope. Drag you I out hope. here kicking and screaming. You have All right. Script. We got we to gotta go. Just make sure that I'm not on the 405 mm. anywhere or Riverside. in uh-huh. Or Riverside. Between yeah. Oh, just fly me in on a person. We'll airlift you into, okay. into Glendale. All right. Guys, it's been yes. great. Brother, Thank take you. it easy. Bye. Thank, Thank you. Bye.